Welcome to the Four Quarters Podcast. I'm your host, Summer the Sigir. Today's episode eight. Uh, apologies, it's been a while since uh, I published an episode. Uh, episode seven was that wonderful interview with uh, my good friend Baron Abrahams. Uh, today, we're going to be discussing Bradley Beal to the Suns. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Patriots cornerback Jack Jones. We're going to be discussing Ja Moran and we're going to finish up with a little bit of Patrick Mahomes. We'll start off today with some NBA news. Uh, a deal has been agreed in principle to bring Bradley Beal to the Suns uh, in a trade involving Chris Paul, Landry Shamit, plus uh, draft picks. Um, I mean, you know, I, f- I feel sorry for Chris Paul, man. Uh, I mean, the, so there's the, with, also with this news, there's potential that a third team is going to be involved. Uh, to bring to get CP three, so we don't know for sure yet whether he's going to go to the uh, go straight to the Wizards or not. But uh, I just feel sad for him, man. Like the 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 thought of him getting a ring is getting further and further and further away from him. He, if he goes to the Wizards, he he ain't no chance of getting a ring. If he goes to the Wizards, he's like thirty nine, well thirty nine years old. His injury history. I mean, I feel I feel really bad for him because he's, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer for sure. Like one of the best point guards you know, I've ever seen play the game. But he's just he's I think he's going to be defined in history as just another one of those star players who never got a ring, came close but never got one, which is a shame really. Um, I mean. <sighs> The the Suns get you know a good, uh, a playmaker like Bradley Beal, but I don't think, I don't think this makes them contenders really, um, you know, so they've got Bradley, so they've got Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, and Devin Booker, all three of these stars on one team, all of whom need the ball, in their hands to to make something happen. Kevin Durant, you know. You know he can he can become the you know the the, the passenger seat guy you know because he's quite efficient he doesn't need to take a lot of shots to have a big impact, um, but Bradley Beal Devin Booker they need the ball in their hands, um, so you know it's it's just you have to we're gonna have to see how um how the the coaching staff are going to try and balance this out to create a good offense out of it I mean. It's a good pickup, definitely. I mean, you know, Bradley Beal. He he waived his no trade clause to to be traded to the Suns. I mean, I think he really like. I think someone got in his ear and told him, "Look, mate, there's no chance that you're gonna win anything in in Washington." Um. So you know he he's waived that clause and he's been traded to the Suns. I mean, he's a really good player. Um, I I personally don't see this taking them. To to make them like slam dunk favorites for the the championship next year. Um. We'll have to see, really. Um, we'll have to see how it goes. Um, but yeah, I just feel bad for Chris Paul out of all this, really, because um, his chance of getting a ring is just going further and further away from him, and I don't see, I don't see it happening unless this potential third team that comes in is a, you know, title challenging team. Whether it's, you know, I mean, I'm just 
throwing teams out there, but you know the first thought that came to my head was Milwaukee. Really, if he went to the Bucks and teamed up with Giannis, you know that probably would give him, give him a shot of getting a ring. Um, you know where he can just distribute and get get Giannis the ball in the spots where Giannis wants it. Um, you know, so he could help out in that in 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 that way. Um, that would probably be a a good fit. I don't really know any any other team really. I don't think Lakers would be uh, suitable for CP three because LeBron wants to run the show. He wants to run the offense. He needs young guys who are willing to run up and down the court, defend for him, rebound for him, and he needs good shooters as well. And CP three was never known known as the spot up, you know, come off a screen and pull up and take a shot kind of uh, kind of guy. Um. Yeah, LeBron doesn't need aging stars with him. He needs young shooters. So I I don't see that Lake Lakers move happening either. But yeah, if 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 it was up to me, I'd probably go with Bucks. Um, but we'll have to keep an eye on that. Um, obviously, we have to see whether the, who this potential third team is, or if in fact Chris Paul is going to the Wizards. You know who knows, but we'll we'll have to see in the in the coming days and weeks. Moving over to the NFL, I just saw this news recently. Um, New England Patriots cornerback Jack Jones, um, who was recently uh, arrested for carrying uh, two firearms and ammunition in his carry-on luggage, well, trying to in his carry-on carry-on luggage on on a plane. Um, he's uh, he's pleaded not guilty to to these charges. Um, it's a, I don't, it's it's a bit insane really i mean just this whole st- i i could have i mean i don't know i don't know much about the gun laws in in the various states in america but i'm pretty sure i mean i've seen videos online of like how you would transport your own personal um weapons and that's usually you know by declaring it and you know um transporting them in uh, but by proving the weapon safe and transporting we- you know the weapon and ammunition separately not as you carry on luggage but in a in a locked box you know and that has to be checked in so i'm assuming well, from what i've read he's just tried to put it in his uh uh i guess his little backpack that he was or whatever bag he was carrying onto the plane his little like duffel bag or whatever it was but apparently it was two pistols and ammunition so this that's insane I mean, considering with what's going on um, with the uh, Morant, which I'm going to come to later on, um, it's uh, it's uh, not the best time to be doing any uh, doing anything illegally uh, regarding guns. And I think um, Commissioner Roger Goodell is probably looking at this and thinking, you know, how do I set a uh, how do I, you know, set a example where this kind of thing will not be tolerated in the NFL? And I'm sure he will. Um, Jack Jones, you know, he's a fourth round picker out of Arizona State in twenty twenty two. He's played thirteen games for the Patriots. He's and made two starts as a rookie. Um, it, you know, stats, you know, thirty tackles with two interceptions and uh, six passes defended. So he's not, he's not a bad player. I mean, he's you know he's, he's he's a fourth round pick. You know, he's made the teams, come into the games. You know, and he's you know he he he's he's done you know bits and bobs. You know, he's he's doing all right. Um, and I imagine going into his second year now in the NFL, he would have only improved upon that. But I think uh, um, the Patriots' ownership and uh, good old uh, 
coach Bill Belichick aren't going to be too happy about this news, but um, he, I mean, he's pleaded not guilty to these gun charges. So again, this is uh, something that we'd have to keep an eye on going forward as well. Uh, back over to the NBA now. Look, you know, there's some news regarding uh, the John Morant situation. Um, I didn't imagine hearing anything until after the finals were over, and lo and behold, the finals are finished, and now we've heard. Uh, Jar's been suspended for 25 games by um, the commissioner, Adam Silver. Uh, the, he's going to miss the first 25 games uh, of uh, the new season starting later on this year. Um so he's gonna. That's approximately, he's gonna be losing three hundred thousand dollars per game that he misses, which equates to about seven and a half million dollars. Like I mean, I said this on the previous podcast. He's throwing away money, <laughs> and I hope he takes the time from now and all the way through those twenty five games where, um, you know, he gets the help he needs and well not even it's not even just help he just needs someone he just needs someone to just take a hold of him and just be like look you know just be like look listen you know the company that you keep is uh not doing too good for you my boy um uh, uh adam silver's also um stated that uh basketball should be the last thing on uh jar's mind at the moment and that prior to his return following the 25 game suspension is to formulate and fulfill a program addressing his conduct prior to return. So I imagine he's got to do something to show um, he's learned from his experiences, well, learned from his conduct, uh, which has affected him, his family, you know, the team, the NBA as a whole. Um, I guess time will tell. I mean... You know, this is the second he's been suspended following uh, a second incident. Uh, so, I mean, let's see if he truly does change or if this is just uh, another another piece to go in his pattern. You know, I guess we'll just see how he is once he returns to basketball, um, you know, following those first 25 games that he misses. Um, but, yeah, uh, it seems like a fair, pretty fair uh suspension you know um considering you know he he committed a similar offense a few a, a couple months beforehand and he's you know he's gone and spoken to Adam Silver and Adam he's you know he's looked him dead in the eye and you know Jar's been like you know don't worry about me I'm I'm unchanged it's my fault blah 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 and then he goes and just does this so obviously I mean, the commissioner said it that he was disappointed at the time, like extremely disappointed. You know, when when someone says to your face that they promise they won't do something again, and then lo and behold, here we are. Um, yeah, I imagine the commissioner must have been very angry and disappointed um, in in Jar, and um, well, here we are, here we are now, aren't we? So yeah, seven and a half million loss. I mean, that is an, a crazy amount of money to lose. And it's a shame. It's and Jar's got no one to blame but himself, really. Um, it is an absolute shame. Uh, but let's see um what he does uh in that in this time that's given to him, you know, for him to reflect and to learn from his actions and hopefully come back as a better person and um and uh, hopefully he can go on to have a um successful career because I really do I really do want him to have a successful career. It's not like I. I don't. I want him to fail or something. I want him to have a successful, successful career. I want him to earn millions and millions because he's just that talented and he deserves it. But and his family deserves it. You know, I think 
you know, with you know, I I I think he's got a child as well, um, a family. You know, I think he owe. I think he owes it. I guess to them. You know, he's got this opportunity to change, not only his child's life, but like you know, his grandchilds and his great-grandchildren, this is generational wealth where his his family in generations to come, even after, um, after you know, uh, Morant's time, uh, you know, th- th- his family will be fine for generations to come. This is generational wealth, you know, and he's got the opportunity to get it. And, you know, he's going to, not with just with this contract, his next contract, his endorsements with Nike and all the other endorsements that he's got, he's got a chance to really, like, you know, solidify the future of his family for generations to come. And doing stuff like this completely jeopardizes that. And I think he's been really stupid and short-sighted about it. Um, but, you know, the punishment's done. So we shall wait and see following his um following his suspension how he is and um when he returns to the court. We're gonna finish up on uh, some some news regarding Patrick Mahomes and I love this when, when I saw this come out. So a few days ago whilst um you know NFL teams were doing OTAs and stuff like that, uh at the Bengals OTAs, uh the starting quarterback Joe Burrow, whom I love, I think he's a, he's amazing. I've been I've been watch I've been following him ever since you know, uh, he had that amazing, uh, year at LSU. You know, and I knew I was like this guy is you know the truth, and whatever team he goes to in the NFL is gonna have an absolute stud, and the Bengals are lucky that they've got him right. Um, I mean, obviously I'm always gonna support Pat, you know, because being a Chiefs fan but you know Joe Burrow I respect him as a, as a QB you know I play the position myself so um, you know definitely love watching Joe Burrow play but uh, Joe Joe was asked um, you know who does he consider the best uh, QB in the league in the league right now and Joe Burrow very humbly said you know it's it's Pat you know and and, and it's it's up to the rest of them uh, whether it's Joe or Josh Allen or uh, Justin Herbert or Lamar Jackson, whoever it is, it's up to one of them guys to to knock him off that perch. But at the moment, it's it's Pat, and that's you know Joe said that along those lines. And uh, uh, Jamar Chase, you know uh, Joe's number one receiver at the Bengals. Uh, following the interview with Joe Burrow, reporters asked uh, Jamar. They were like, um, "Well, who does?" who do you think is the best QB in the league? And he, of course, said Joe Burrow, which is something that you expect a, a team's receiver to say. Uh, and then the reporters said, well, Joe said it's Pat. And uh, Jamar literally looked with a blank face and said, Pat who? <laughs> which is which I think is absolutely hilarious because he knows good and hell well who he's talking about, but he's just, just going. And you know, when I, when I first saw that video of Jamar saying, Pat, who I thought, are you seriously doing this again? Like consider, (laughs) like considering what the Bengals did last year with the whole burrow head thing and what that got them in the end. (laughs) I I was like, are are you still, are you seriously going to go and poke the bear? Why, why are we still poke? Why are you still poking the bear? Uh, he's like, Oh, Pat, who? And uh, Pat Mahomes, uh, in true fa- in true fashion, claps back and says, "Well, it just so happened in the next couple of days after that video, 
or after that interview with Jamar Chase, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs were given, were had their ring ceremony where you know they all dressed up and uh, got given their uh, Super Bowl rings for winning the uh, uh, the Super Bowl um the well, this last Super Bowl just gone, Super Bowl fifty seven, and um, and uh, Pat posted a photo of himself you know looking very very fresh and suave in in a nice suit and um him holding up his hand with both of his super rings uh, super bowl rings plural he posted his posted his photo on twitter and he gave the caption that's who in response to jamar's uh, earlier interview which i thought was amazing you know pat it was the perfect thing to say. He didn't even need to say a lot. He just had to say two words. And I think he won on that front. I think, <laughs> I don't think, I mean, Jamal can't say nine. He can't say nine. Pat is there with, with two Super Bowl rings. What can he say? I think, I honestly think these these guys in the, you know, on these teams really need to be quiet and keep Pat's name out of their mouth because at the moment, at the at the moment, the best young QB in the league, you know, and and the current face of the league is Patrick Mahomes, and that's not to deny that Josh Allen or Joe Burrow, or Justin Herbert or Lamar Jackson aren't sen- sensational because they are they are and Trevor Lawrence, pardon me as well. This this is not to say that they're not sensational. They are sensational quarterbacks, but Patrick Mahomes is the best in the league, and there's a reason for that. You know, two two Super Bowl rings. Two Super Bowl MVPs, uh, two regular season MVPs, and no one else has come close to that. So, you know, let's uh, let's keep Patrick's name out of your mouth, guys. You know, until until you you know, until he's successfully been knocked off that perch. I think I, I would suggest considering the events of uh, uh, Burrowhead last year. I I would suggest that any Bengals players should just keep their mouth closed and. Uh, not poke the bear, you know, not rile up that monster because uh, when Pat gets going, oof, it's uh, it's it's over with, you know, object- objectively speaking, of course. But uh, yeah, I think Pat had the last laugh for sure. Um, and uh, I certainly hope uh, that uh, Jamar and any other players around the league um, will learn to just be quiet <laughs> and and not give the Chiefs any more motivation than they already have. They're already motivated as, as we speak anyway because that's, the, you know, the championship mentality, you know. But, yeah, don't give them any more motivation than they already need. That brings us to the end of today's episode, episode 8. For my returning listeners, thank you for um, bearing with me and uh, returning to listen to this latest episode. Uh, for anyone that is new listening uh, to my podcast, um, you know, please like, subscribe, whether it's on Apple or Spotify. I hope you will return in future. If you want to listen to my previous episodes, please do so. There's some really good um, stuff in there. Um, but uh, as always, uh, I look forward to uh, speaking to you next time on my next episode.